All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Cryptocosm, your place for cryptos and blockchain. Today, I got a special guest all the way from the beautiful island nation of Costa Rica. And I know this guy personally. And one thing I want to let you all know that he was the first person who got me into liberty and the concept of libertarianism. And also, he also in, brought, brought attention to me the Federal Reserve and how money is created. I remember it was on my soft, it was in sophomore year in the month of September. We got a hangout. No, it was a junior year. Sorry, junior year. It was at the Pioneer Hall in Plainview, Texas. We both got a hangout. I don't remember we had some brewskis, but I'm pretty sure we did. But <laughs> but yeah, but from then on, you know, we we got into, you know, like Ron Paul and, you know, many other kinds of stuff. I, I remember we also watched Alex Jones too. So that, that was also kind of fun, you know, interesting. I mean, it was totally, uh, it, for me, someone who was so new to the American lifestyle and liberty and freedom, that kind of was a turning point in my life. So Mario Gale has played an important role in my life. So, hey, I want to bring him to the cryptocosm. And I'm also excited to know that he is also into cryptos and blockchain. So, anyways, instead of me introducing you, I want you to share your origin story and how you got into cryptos and blockchain. Thanks, Marcos. And first of all, I just want to say it's uh, it's an honor to be here on your podcast with you. Um, and secondly, you also have been a really good friend over this past few long, you know, it's almost been a whole decade yeah. since, we, <laughs> since we first met. Um, and, you know, we have been so far away from each other for so long, but we still keep in touch. Too, too. Uh, Costa Rica is where I currently live. I live part-time in Texas, part-time in Costa Rica. Uh, like winter in Texas, summer in Costa Rica. Usually that's how it goes. And uh, I got my, I got into the crypto game back in 2017. It was, uh, it was around April 2017. And I am so grateful that I have a friend who is one of my best friends, actually. His name's Josh. And uh, he is the one that planted the seed in my, in my brain about getting into crypto. Nice. And he was my mentor. I followed his, his guidance, um, and I don't regret it. I started with uh, a few grand, and I've just been a hodler since 2017, uh, primarily Bitcoin, uh, but also Ethereum and uh you know, the price around that time for Bitcoin was around $800 a coin. And what, today it's around 62000 right now. It was like sixty four yesterday, around there. 64000 Today it's around $62,000, um, give or take. But, uh, you know, it's – I made one mistake in 2018 – I sold one Bitcoin for $10,000 to buy my car here in Costa Rica. All right. I, was, uh, I mean, I basically sold a, an asset that is appreciating a hedge against inflation to buy a depreciating asset. Oh. No, it's not even an asset. It's a liability. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know? And so I regret it so much, but hey, you live and you learn. Sure, sure. I mean, <laughs> you you could have been one of the you, you could have been part of the what do you call it, the one Bitcoin club, right? That's supposed to be such a like a rare, you know, special group. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the only one I sold, and I haven't sold it since. You know, I tried to do a little bit of you know day trading in the beginning, in the early days. But I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not. I don't want to pay capital gains taxes. You're lucky over there in Dubai. You don't have to pay capital gains yeah. taxes. We do. Uh, I know. And <laughs> and I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way. I had to pay a lot of taxes last year. Um, and so I decided, you know what? 
screw it. I, I'm not going to worry about that, all that stress of trying to time the market and everything. Um, I, I just stick to hodling and um, <coughs> I earn some, some yield from, you know, using a certain uh, service from crypto. Uh, Celsius Network is one of my favorite companies out there. Great company. Uh, where you basically, yeah, yeah. And uh, you just, I know what they say about, you know, if it's not your, you don't have the keys, it's not your Bitcoin or it's not your crypto. But uh, I did a lot of due diligence research on the company and I really do trust the brand. Alex Mashinsky, the CEO, um, he's a very, very incredible guy and um, very accessible and very transparent. They've been great to me, man. I've been with them uh, since January and uh, very happy. Oh, nice. Earning interest, and I could also get loans if I needed to to buy more crypto or to invest in other things. Right, right. And you I can use do that. My... Yeah. 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 Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, no, definitely. Uh, I guess the you know that that saying like "not your keys, not your crypto." I understand it. I, I guess to me personally, it's just about safety, you know. But also at the same time too, like. Um, you know, sometimes I think it's such a dystopian kind of a thought process, you know, like, uh, like, uh, you know, you're kind of living in a kind of a wild, wild west kind of deal. I mean, uh, but it's kind of funny, like they say about cryptos, but, you know, say for like real estate and stuff, like if someone tried to like take your real estate or some, or your car or whatever, it is still your car. It's still your property, you know? So, but I guess in many ways too, then other laws are changing and now, uh, even to say someone's trying to steal your crypto or whatever, I mean, it is still your crypto, but you know, of course, you've got blockchain analytics and all that stuff. But that's a whole nother, uh, I, I, I can't think of a proper expression, but that's a whole nother game, you know. So, um, yeah, 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 because I don't want, uh, because I think that's what's also kind of scaring a lot of, uh, a lot of other people into getting into cryptos. You, you think, like, because it, it is still sort of, uh, I think they find a lot of risk. Do you, Relatively young. Yeah, I mean, do you think? Uh, I mean, I was just curious about the people in Costa Rica or in the or or in the states too. What is their mentality when it comes to cryptos, though? Well, um, from my you know my my small bubble in uh, in in here in Costa Rica, and uh, it's different from my bubble in Texas, South Texas, gotcha. uh, in McAllen the lower part of Texas, like 10 minutes away from the border with Mexico. Um, but, you know, let's start with Costa Rica. Uh, here, it's um, it's really, really new. A lot of people have these misconceptions about it and a lot of uh, distrust. Uh, they see it as, um, as a pyramid scheme. Uh, Generally, I mean, whether you mention Bitcoin or something else, uh, they're just very weary. They think it's uh, used for money laundering, just bad stuff in gotcha, general. Okay. Uh, a lot of education, a lot of education needed. Um, however, there are some, you know, positive developments. Um, like, for example, it is le it is legal in Costa Rica for employers and companies to pay their employees in crypto. For one. Wow! Dang. Uh, which is good. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, the central bank recently they 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 were interviewed and there was an article on it. Uh, the central bank of Costa Rica they said that we are in favor of developing a crypto blockchain industry in Costa Rica. Um, Costa Rica is really close to El Salvador. We have Nicaragua to the north gotcha. and Panama to the south. <clears throat> and so a little bit up north, El Salvador, you know, is the first nation state to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. And they are using volcanoes to mine Bitcoin. They're using renewable energy to mine Bitcoin. And Costa Rica is 
almost 100% running on renewable energy. Right. Uh, wind, solar, geothermal, and biomass are the are the primary sources. They're at around 98% running on renewable energy right now. And uh, I mean, we could totally do what El Salvador is El Salvador is doing. Uh, it's just a matter of when. Gotcha. Not if, not if. More education's needed, but you know, still there's a lot of positive signs, like the central bank I mentioned to you. Um, there are uh, <laughs> at least eight. I, count, I counted eight. There are eight different exchanges that you can use uh, here in Costa Rica. Among them, among them is Coinbase, uh, eToro, and uh, Binance. Um, but you can also use Celsius here as well. There's three Bitcoin ATMs. Wait, what? You, can't, and, you guys yeah. have a man here in Dubai. We still don't have a Bitcoin ATM. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's no, no way. way. No, I know. That's I'm just wait. What? Like you got? Well, we did have one like a couple of years ago, but the Dubai police kind of like confiscated it or something. I don't know. There was some ruling or some issues or stuff. But that is actually pretty impressive. That. Uh, so uh, hopefully that will change, but I'm uh, I'm excited, but almost a little embarrassed. Yeah. Like we don't have a Bitcoin ATM now. I'm jealous. So, anyways, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never used one. Have you? I, I mean, I've never used one personally. Uh, but I'm interested in learning a little bit about it. I, I have a friend in Texas who has a, a Bitcoin ATM company, supposedly like the third or the or something, the third largest one in the state. And he was asking me, "Hey, uh, would, would you be interested in like you know partnering with uh, with us and you know being like our our uh, our liaison over there in Costa Rica, set up some Bitcoin ATMs?" And I told him, "There's already three here. We need to look into it more and see, you know, research right. how um, how profitable, how feasible it would be to set up shop." But we'll see. All we'll right, see. man. <laughs> uh, I, I, man, that, no, but I think that's pretty cool, though. Wow. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, and there, there, I don't, I don't have an exact number, but there is a, there is a, there's quite a few, like a, a good handful of, of companies in Costa Rica that are already paying their employees in crypto. Uh, I don't know what specific uh, crypto asset, but it's already happening. Um, another good thing is that, like Dubai, Costa Rica has no capital gains tax uh, <laughs> on, you know, selling your on selling your crypto so that's good. yeah oh wow yeah yeah no because like uh no because when i think because learning about all the capital gain stuff i think but that's more most what i heard so far is really it's a it's it's, it's from the americans right from like if you're like a u.s citizen but many other countries i mean uh, so far they don't have all that stuff but i, I think i'm thinking more like Either from like the Fire Eye nations, or, you know, like your US, UK, Australia. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how mm-hmm. New Zealand's in the picture, but somehow it is. But uh, they also have their mm-hmm. uh, all seeing eye thing going on. But, uh, but yeah, but I was just curious to ask you about because um, early you have traveled back to the States, right? You attended some Bitcoin conferences and stuff. So did you go to the one at oh, yeah. uh, the one in Miami? In Miami. Yeah, tell me about that. I mean, I'm so man. I would love to be there. So please share your experience, man. Dude, yeah. Uh, Miami 2021 was really awesome. Um, I went with my friend Josh, and uh, we the ticket was around like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars, more or less. Yeah. Uh, It was cheaper to buy the ticket in Bitcoin, and (laughs) um, we went over there. And there was a lot of guest speakers, uh, a lot of influencers, um, you know, uh, big wigs in the in the uh, crypto space. Like, well, spe- you know, especially like in Bitcoin, uh, like Michael Saylor. Can you hear me, by the way? Hello. Think we might have had a little interference. I don't know if you can hear me. I can't hear you. (laughs) 
Seem to be having some technical difficulties. Hopefully we'll get reconnected. Yeah, but I'm not able to connect. No, I'm still not able to connect to the... Oh, all right, we are back. Okay, hey, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, I just realized it came from my end. I suddenly, like, the uh, I don't know, like, suddenly the whole place and it just got shut. I'm like, wait, what? So, no worries. I was like, should I leave? <laughs> should I stay? <laughs> I was like, oh man, I apologize. Anyways, anyways, the show, the no show worries. must go on the road, but you were just telling me about the Bitcoin, con- Bitcoin Miami conference. Is that what it's called? Or, yeah. 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 Bitcoin 2021 uh, conference. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you straight up. It could have been better. Um, I was expecting more. Uh, I was expecting more education, like more uh, like, you know, workshops or stuff like that. It was kind of uh, there was guest speakers and it was just jam packed. There was a lot of people and 
but it was fun nevertheless and it was still a great experience um there was a lot of uh companies blockchain companies a lot of um different platforms there representatives michael saylor was mm-hmm. there um what what's his name what's his name the uh the one that has a channel oh, it's um on rt uh, uh, with his wife, with his wife. Uh, RT. Damn, I took a picture with wait, him. About- He's like a journalist, He's a Wall Street guy. Oh, wait, wait, uh, wait. Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he he has his own two show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you're yeah, talking yeah, about. I can't even remember. Got, got yeah, hold on. <laughs> Kaiser, Kaiser, Max, Max Kaiser. Kaiser. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say Maxwell, but so, yeah, Max Kaiser. But I didn't know the other lady was his <laughs> wife, though. I thought they were like. Show partners or something. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if she's the one. Oh, okay. I, I kind of got the feeling that they were. What? But uh, he was there. Jack Dorsey was there from, you know, CEO of Twitter and Square. Interesting. Uh, Michael Saylor, CEO of MicroStrategy. And um, it was it was very interesting at the same time, though. Don't get me yeah. wrong. The, the Bitcoin 2022 is supposed to be better. And uh, their the, their tickets are running out, and I was looking at it. The general pass is pretty cheap right now. It's like it's like three hundred bucks. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want if you want to get on that, I think now is the time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's in it's in April. The next one's in April. All right. Okay. April sixth through yeah, April. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah because I remember uh, not only. Uh, you know, the Bitcoin Miami conference was there, but there were also two, I remember there were also like two other conferences because uh, I have talked to some guys like who are from like, you know, the Crypto Vigilante and uh, some other like, you know, these financial newsletter groups and stuff. So um, the, the there's this one couple, they started their own app called Float App. So basically it's kind of like a privacy version uh, or like, you know, kind of like a free speech version of Facebook. And they started their own mm-hmm. conference called the Shitcoin Conference because the because uh, I'm sure you're going to get this because like in the in the BTC Miami conference there are a lot of BTC maximalists so shitcoins all like like all kinds oh, yeah. and stuff they did they try to invite uh, people like Tone Vase and all to come and you know talk or you know whatever so that was kind of interesting to see like uh, uh, like these other alternative conferences are happening in Miami so. Uh, but it's cool. I think it's it, it is uh, fun. Yeah. And I really love the point you, uh, you you mentioned about workshops and education. You know, so uh, because also here in Dubai, a lot of it. You know, there's, there's a lot of presentations and stuff. But I, I I found some of them tend to be more like a hype machine. You know, uh, which is great. I think it's it, it makes great marketing and PR. But for the regular Joes and Janes out, like out here in Dubai and all, like, you know, they're still trying to grasp, you know, the simple stuff when it comes to Bitcoin or Bitcoin history and all that stuff. I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's overwhelming. So I, I I can really understand that, and I, I think I'm a I'm a firm believer when it comes to like educating people and uh, also ourselves too. I mean, I'm trying to like uh, grasp a lot of the technical stuff, but the business stuff, I think that is, uh, I, I think the the messaging and business stuff is way important, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. And I'm going to tell you, I've been educating as, as a lot of people, uh, my family, family members and friends. And um, I've, ha- I've gotten pushback from, you know, uncles and aunts that they, some of them didn't believe they don't want to. They don't want to even risk it. Not even like fifty bucks. Okay. <laughs> um, just, just set aside, like you know. And that's fine. That's their decision. But I. That was like what a, over a year ago. And my aunt and I have an uncle who I've been telling him since 2017 to get in. And uh, and you know he just always would send me negative articles that it's going to crash. That it's a. That's that it's. A pyramid scheme, and that it will go to zero, and you know it was just like, all right, whatever. You know what? I, I tried. If you want to one day, go ahead. At least I 
I planted that idea in your head, and you know, I, he. I don't think he ever did it, and um, I, I don't think it's too late either. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've seen the peak yet for Bitcoin, at least, and I think there's a lot of potential for Ethereum. That's my my second largest uh, asset in my portfolio. I have some other altcoins. Um, you know, I'm I'm being a little risky with some of them, but you know. Mainly, I, I always encourage people to at least put put what they can, what they're willing to set aside and not touch for like four to five years. Mm-hmm. You know, just forget about yeah. it. If you if you can leave it in there longer, great. Uh, but it, forget about that money that you're setting aside and put, you know, 60, 40, 60% in Bitcoin, 40% in Ethereum. The rest, I mean, or, you know, whatever, 70, 30 or Whatever works for that person, whatever they want to do, just inform yourself really well on the utility of the, the, the you know the cryptocurrency that you're that you're going to invest in. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, man, I, uh, that, that's pretty cool. You try to you know share with your family members and other people too, and I'm sure like uh, because even also I also got my own. Uh, how do you say? What do you call pushback? Whatever. I, I guess that's the right term. And yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, or or just like resistance, or like you know, they don't, they they think that that I'm making a huge mistake, and uh, you know, in the beginning, I remember when I was like, damn, what if this is a huge mistake? But hey, I had that mentality, like you know, we're young, we gotta we gotta take a little bit more risks now, as opposed to later when we're older, we might not be able to uh, uh, take that yeah. many risks anymore. Um, no, 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 that's true. And I, I've, had, I've had a lot of success with friends. You know, now some friends of mine are, like, saying, dude, thank you. Thank you for, for like, you know, opening my, my eyes to this, and I'm glad I did it. And that's the same way I feel towards my best friend, Josh, who yeah. got me into it. No, that, no, that is really cool, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, because uh, I've met some other people who, are, I mean, man, they have done way better and stuff, but... Um, but I'm also really excited, uh, knowledge, you know, you know that you know our thoughts, our belief in, say, Bitcoin in particular has been vindicated. But I, I think, but personally for me, like uh, to me, like you know, again, um, you know, with the split, we you know BTC, Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV, and all that stuff going on. Um, I, I start to see a lot of uh, new advanced technologies, you know better tech out there and um also a lot of brilliant people are getting are you know they are making things happen in the space so uh, i was just curious to uh hear from you like um because you, you started investing in other altcoins as well so um like right, uh, right. i mean what attracted you to some of them i mean i mean if, if you don't i mean i mean you don't need to mention the names but i mean just in terms of like the utility like i guess you know uh what value they bring to the marketplace. Right. So. Okay. Um, so, well, Ethereum, for one, is just, uh, it appealed to me because, uh, to be honest with you, um, in the beginning, I had no idea, like, what it was about. It just appealed yeah. to me. And this was 2017. And then I learned about its the whole ecosystem that, the Ethereum network is is creating all the the things that are that are spawning from the Ethereum network, from NFTs to you know smart contracts, uh, decentralized finance. Um, I haven't gotten into the NFTs yet, but I'm I'm looking, I'm shopping around, seeing what's out there. Um, I might get my hands on an NFT. Soon. Nice. Okay. Uh, and then, and you know, just some other 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 ones. Like I'll mention the names. I have Cardano, for example, okay. uh, consume, consumes less energy um, from a environmental standpoint. I guess it's a little bit more uh, eco friendly. Um, but you know, I'm very optimistic that there are other opportunities out there, and you know, uh, that also Bitcoin and and all of this whole space will become more eco-friendly in the future as we shift more towards uh, cleaner energy. 
Um, I, I didn't get into Monero, but I really wanted to. I, I might get into it. I, I know you, um, you've spoken about it before yeah. in, on, your, on your podcast. Um, but, you know, I also put a little bit here and there in other small coins that are, that are really, they're worth pennies right now. And, yeah. you know, what, well, I did it because, you know, you, it, it could be that you win the lottery on those. Sure. And I'm willing to take that risk. It's not that much. I won't mention names. Uh, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, there are some. There are some out there. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I think uh, you know uh, it's interesting that you know, like hearing your portfolio, it, it's similar to. Uh, uh, I mean, you, uh, like, like an investor, but you also have a little element of a venture capitalist, you know? Because see, I, I think like all these VC funds. I mean, they invest in like in ten funds out of it's like 10 startups only one becomes really successful you know so i think in some way too we Mm -hmm. all have now we all are our own business we are a business you know and exactly uh, i I think that's and i'm gonna be go go sorry sorry sorry. i'll just make quick i mean uh i'm just saying that like um you know it's just it's it's a a different uh, paradigm shift that you know in terms of how we are doing business uh, compared, you know, like a decade ago, right? I mean, when we in college, I mean, like, <laughs> man, this is not even a thought at all. But now, you know, we're, you know, yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring, I want to, that's what actually I was going to say. You, you brought up that uh, about college and everything. I mean, I'm going to try to make this story short, but I always wanted to be uh, working in public service as a diplomat for the UN or something. And right. I wanted to, prosecute uh, perpetu- uh, people who are perpetuating war crimes. And that's the kind of, I wanted to make a career in in politics and in diplomacy. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that uh, I had a, my, just my whole trajectory changed uh, at the, you know, during the pandemic when it all started. Um and you know, I, I ran for vice mayor over here in Costa Rica. Wow! Uh, that was also what attribu- what what attributed to this whole shift to focus more on myself, uh, financial education, uh, personal finance, and basically, I just had a, a, a an awakening. Like you know, I, f- I got my foot into the water of you know politics. I I ran for vice mayor with with another person who would have been the first woman to be mayor in the in the county where where I was living in in Costa Rica and we got third place out of eight parties that were running uh we lost due to corruption uh the the party that won ultimately just had the upper hand had all the the tactics had all the the, the everything rigged like he, he already had everything calculated three years prior and I had only been living in the community for two years and in Costa Rica for two years and the my partner the one that ran with me for mayor she was from a different part of the uh, county like a a a rural district not the central not the central part of the county where most of the votes are so that affected us as well and you know and also, Marcos, you know, you know me. I've also been very involved in uh, environmental activism here in Costa yeah, yeah. Rica since 2017. And so I, all of that stuff, it's great. And I don't want to come off as like, now I don't care about it. It's just that I was devoting my own resources to fund these things, everything. And uh, it, voluntary work right now is um it's not sustainable for me i needed uh some source of of income some security and fortunately i still had all my 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 bitcoin and all my other stuff i had never sold it and i was just patient and i was just focusing on on those things at the time and uh when when all this happened with the pandemic i started to reflect and you know see what i did and what i could have done and i said you know what I'm going to be a little bit more selfish with my time and focus on on uh, myself and on personal finance 
And I not only have been invested in crypto, but also I got into, uh, you know, the traditional stocks, stock market investing um, as well and learning as much as I can uh, and try, try to, you know, create a uh, more economic security for myself and, and my future. And then later on, if the opportunity arises, um, I will pick up the the uh, the mantle again for the environmental projects that I was working on because I have an NGO. It's just not active, like it's not operating right now. Oh, okay. um, and and I and I have it. I have I have intentions to to pick that up again, but not not yet, not yet. I'm working a little bit on myself right now and family. You know, <laughs> trying to navigate through this whole chaos in the world. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, I definitely knew about the, you know, the NGO and your environmental initiatives, but I, I don't recollect you. Uh, I, I, I totally forgot or I don't think we even talked about you running as a vice mayor. I mean, wait, like, wait, what in Costa Rica? Like, wait, wait. so sorry, I'm just like recollecting and catching up. No worries. But what I really yeah. loved. Okay. But what are the one of the main takeaways uh, from this is that um, this was something like, I mean, I had to learn like long time ago and also many other people too, that, um, that, you know, the time we spent on, you know, like political activism, or I, I guess, in a, I don't know if political activism is the right word, but, you know, it, it just drain a lot of energy and stuff. But when you're working on yourself and you're trying to create your uh, how do you say your own entrepreneurial pursuits or you're trying to increase your financial confidence you're trying to increase your human capital uh i i think from then on like you'll have the ability to do uh, other things you know and uh this one particular podcast i should listen to is this guy named jason stapleton uh, his, it's called wealth power and influence and it's a great podcast because he Previously, he had the largest libertarian podcast in the world, but then he walked away from it. Like he changed trajectory because all it, all he did was, you know, you, you got a, a bunch of pissed off Marines and, you know, like uh, other, uh, I guess, angry libertarians, you know, or just complaining about the process yeah. and stuff. It's more like watching a sports game, you know, and just complaining and stuff, but there's no uh, action or, you know, creating either creating a business or creating uh, some sort of initiative to, you know, uh, control your source of the income. And I think like during, during the pandemic and stuff, I, I remember like Jason, he pleaded a lot of people, you got to be independent. You got to find your own, control your own source. Don't depend on the government. Don't depend on these employers. And, you know, COVID yeah. came or the pandemic came in and man, Wow, you know, people got screwed, and I, man, it was a it, hey, it was a tough lesson for me too. So, uh, right. I, I, right, I'm glad that in many ways, you know, you you found your awakening, oh. you know. So, yeah, man, because I'm glad too. Uh, you know, I wish they would have taught this in school. Uh, you know, financial education is just sorely lacking in our in our classrooms. Um, I, I don't know in Dubai. I can't speak. Oh, for it's same. It's same. I know for a fact. Don't worry. It's all the same. Yeah. If it's okay. it, pretty much whatever's okay. happening in the U.S. is sort of like bleeds in the U.K. and yeah, rippling yeah, around the so world. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why, man. I don't know why. Is it, there might be like some agenda out there, a secret one, of course. They just don't want us to like thrive and prosper. And um, you know, there's just so many things that we could have been taught in school uh, about you know, saving and, you know, uh, taxes and, uh, investing, you know, not only investing financially, but investing in ourselves. All they taught us is that you have to go to school to be successful, to get a job and, you know, uh, yeah. work a nine to five job okay. and that's it. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with that. If you want to be a doctor, a lawyer or an engineer, that's fine. That's perfect. Go ahead. But, but I mean, don't don't like uh, feel that you have to go to school in order to be successful. And uh, I see that now. And my, my mom was telling me a story the, yesterday. She was telling me when she was six years old in Costa Rica in 1968, they used to teach uh, them the the school 
they would create a bank account for the kids and uh, the parents um, at the end of the month, they would uh, give them like, you know, something like uh, a small little amount, maybe like a dollar or something. And and they would, but that was worth a lot yeah. back then. And, uh, and they were, they, they would teach the children how to save money, how to, how to, you know, manage their money instead of like going and spending it on a on a soda or a candy bar they would wow. be teaching this back then and now that doesn't exist here that's just like one example i can give you and from texas you know wow okay yeah that's so yeah. rare it's sad it needs that, need, that needs to change that that definitely needs to change yeah but you know uh that no that's such, such an interesting story though and i uh, just want to piggyback on it like you know, talk about cryptos and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just want to share this. Like, ever since, you know, I got into cryptos, it has, get, you know, a lot of people ask me questions about cryptocurrencies and stuff, but it it kind of opened for, for me. It, it was an opportunity for me to talk about the Federal Reserve, you know, like, you know, remember you and me used to talk about it and stuff. So, you know, yeah, and, yeah, the, Fed. and the Fed, but also just the, the concept of how money is created. That given me the opportunity to share that stuff, and a lot of people had no idea, no clue. Even people in the banks, they don't know how money is created. That is the crazy part, you know. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, uh, uh, have uh, have you ever come across uh, you know that kind of situation with people when it comes to cryptos and financial education? You know, because I mean, to me, it it, it works together in some way. You know, like you have to. No, you're absolutely right. That's a good point. Uh, you know, basically, they 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 kind of like the people that I've spoken to about that. They they just never considered it. They totally didn't know that you know the, the U.S. dollar is not backed by gold since 1972 One, yeah. or 19 since Nixon um, took us off the uh, the Bretton Woods system. The gold standard, yeah, yeah. sorry. And um, basically uh, that everything is just being printed out of thin air, not backed by anything. And we uh, are losing us. Or we are losing our purchasing power. The dollar is just devaluating uh, so much. That compounded with inflation. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, it's a really mess. It's a huge mess. So that's why we need to invest in, in things that are going to protect our wealth and help it grow and appreciate during these difficult times with um, inflation, uh, quantitative easing, which is basically what the, the Federal Reserve is, is uh, you know, doing in the United States. They're about to, uh, they're really close to approving another package of $1.5 trillion. Oh, really? Damn. But there's... <laughs> yeah, it was going to be three. It was going to be three trillion. It was going to be three trillion, and some on the far left wanted it to be five trillion. <laughs> and uh, to, to and there's all these things that we don't know where this money is going. We don't know what it's going to pay for, whose pockets it's going to end oh, up God. in. But this also this also affects the constituents of those um, representatives, those politicians that are most vulnerable, um, like the poor, the working class, this is going to affect them dramatically yeah. as they're going to be losing purchasing power because their, their, their wages cannot keep up with the rate of inflation yeah. right now, which is at 5%. Yeah, I'm glad you shared that because uh, just like a couple of days ago, uh, Lisa was just uh, uh, telling me about her mom who lives in um, Watertown, Wisconsin. And like they, and like people also start to notice like the cost of goods, like you know your steaks prices going up, milk prices going up, like the supply chain issues going on. So um, I, I I don't know it, it, it's a, it's a pretty crazy time. But I'm also seeing it not only just in the U.S. but also other parts of the world too. We're seeing that over here. I'm not seeing that much, but you know. Of course, you know, it, you know, I cannot stay calm forever. So, you know, I mean, there are some other people who I'm friends with. They are kind of pessimistic. They're expecting for something bad to happen or crash to happen. So they're just kind of like waiting and, you know, 
you know, buy low and then sell high kind of opportunity in that sense. But, uh, but in terms of the living, living standard, yeah, hey, I am in agreement with you that it's, uh, I mean, it, I mean, it, it is kind of insane though, you know, like, like, you know, once one group wants 5 trillion, another group wants 3 trillion. And then you got the, of course, then you got, I, I know like the Republicans would be like, we well, you know, let's reduce to 1 trillion, you know, like, but they all, to me, they're all on the same team. And, uh, I, I, yeah, it's two, it's, uh, uh two sides of the same it, coin. It is frustrating. And I, I'm right. just like, uh, when are people going to wake up? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. So, I know, but, I know. Uh, but you know what I'm, but yeah. I'm grateful that there are, uh, what do you say? Like this freakish asset called cryptocurrency. You got Bitcoin, you got these other cryptocurrencies, cryptocurrencies out there where you can counter these things and you could protect your wealth. You could also, the, I, 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 I do, I do hope, you know, like it'll create options for people to do, to do business using cryptocurrencies. I mean, that would be, to me, that's counter-economics. That's going to be a game changer. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. Um, it's going to be a huge game changer. Uh, we're seeing it right now unfold. Uh, as people get more educated, you're going to hear more big stories, uh, make headlines. Uh, you know, it's... We have a we have a rental property in, in in Texas, and man, I really I really wish from the very beginning we would have we would have put in the contract to get paid in Bitcoin <laughs> as opposed to in fiat yeah, yeah, currency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're seeing it happen, Marcos. We're seeing it happen. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you heard today uh, in Australia, the the largest bank of Australia, the Commonwealth Bank of Australia just uh, announced that they are going to be uh, offering uh, like a platform for for their customers, for their clients to purchase uh, cryptocurrencies. Uh, they, they're partnering up with Gemini. Okay. Uh, Gemini is a, a very, for those of you that don't know, it's a, a really a reputable um, crypto exchange in the United States. And uh, I've been using them since since I got started back in 2017, I don't know if they're available in Dubai, but uh, yeah. but these guys, the the founders, the Winklevoss mm. twins, were the original founders of uh, right. Facebook. Yeah. So that's huge because that bank has 16 million uh, clients, and they they the banks agreed to do it because they had so much pressure demands from their clients to that they want they want exposure to bitcoin among other cryptocurrencies and so they finally accepted it they have about 40,000 employees uh, the bank is over 100 years old wow. and i think this is just a pro very positive development um, jp morgan who who has been <laughs> a very huge critic of bitcoin uh, always you know, sends mixed signals. One day it says it's a scam that you have. Um, what's oh, Jamie name? Diamond, right? Uh, yeah, Jamie yeah. Diamond coming out, uh, attacking it and saying, uh, you know, this and that. And well, like they just came out with a report yesterday saying that uh, Bitcoin could hit one hundred and forty-six thousand dollars uh, soon. Like and then the, it is the digital gold again. Yeah. They, they wrote a report like several months back where it was saying that uh, you know just something very negative towards um, towards Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 that's you know, Thanks for the info. I, I I didn't know that, but that's pretty cool to learn about Australia and and Gemini. I mean, uh, they, uh, I haven't used Gemini yet, but I'm definitely aware of them. I mean, the Winklevoss twins are. I mean, they're highly respected, and uh, I, I think to me, uh, them getting into cryptos is, you know, it's kind of like a F you to, you know, like Mark Zuckerberg, you know, because uh, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be, yeah, because definitely for sure, I can see it like, you know, become bigger than, I, I think, uh, not bigger than Facebook, but I'm, I'm sure it can be, who knows, I mean, it is possible, you know, but I think it's like a second coming for them, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, right. And now that whole 
business um, camp, you know, tactic that Mark Zuckerberg um, implemented with, uh, you know, changing the name of Facebook right now when it was being called into question. It was on the spotlight. That you know, the timing and everything is is uh, very peculiar. Right. You know, meta metaverse. Uh, I think. Uh, that aside, Facebook aside, the whole metaverse thing, concept and, you know, the technology that will, uh, you know, accelerate this, uh, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality, uh, all that stuff is going to be – it just goes along with, with – uh, it, it flows very well with cryptocurrency. And sooner or later, you're going to be hearing Facebook is going to be offering some – peer-to-peer payment system, not only with their crypto, but also they're going to do what Square did. Where Square, you know, you can have a wallet and Twitter, you can have yeah. a wallet and you can send your, you can send money to anyone in the world using the Bitcoin lightning network. And all you just need to do is uh, have your iPhone and, and soon your Android phone, you're going to be able yeah. to do it. Well, once, once these tech giants get in, uh, like Facebook and Google, uh, this is going to go up even more. It's going to be parabolic. MasterCard just announced that they're partnering, uh, that they're going to be accepting Bitcoin as well and cryptocurrencies. Oh, okay, yeah. Why don't you develop? Yeah, I, I think like uh, I think their payment partners they can. Uh, what do you say? Transact cryptocurrencies, or I guess BTC in particular. So, and that that's. Yeah, mainly BTC. Yeah, that's interesting, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely seeing a lot of institutional money coming in and stuff. But also, same them too. Personally, for me, I'm sort of, uh, uh, I guess, like you know, I mean, to me, it's great news. But I'm not that super excited about all these big techs coming mm-hmm. in, or uh, like, say, for example, with El Salvador, for example. Like, uh, I mean. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice that okay, they made uh, Bitcoin or BTC a legal, le- like a a legal tender, but it's uh, but again, it's more of uh, through a mandate perspective, you know, like by law, or something. It's not like the like you know the people ask for it or something, you know, like like a free market approach. Okay, but, yeah, I see. I see you know, your point. But I understand I that. Uh, that. But I think eventually other countries. I think. Uh, you know, I, I guess from a grassroots level. But the opposition. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. The opposition, though, in El Salvador, the opposition, a lot of it was being funded by Western Union mm. and okay. uh, yeah, traditional yeah, yeah. banks, and these people were being misinformed. Ha- they they should have done what Vitalik Buterin was had said previously on on some podcast, uh, basically said that what the, what should have been done is educate first the population mm. and and then you know you know not make it like uh, mandatory uh, allow them to choose because by imposing it goes against like the uh, the principles of uh, you know the original values of of, of oh, Bitcoin yeah. and like you know freedom and uh, yeah freedom of choice yeah that. no i can't stand that no I, 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 i'm aware that like you know democratizing uh, you know with all this uh the resistance in el salvador because i i am aware there is there is some cia involvement in it like <clears throat> uh, which i'm not surprised like uh because there have been some strikes like in el salvador related to the retirement uh, program which is also connected to the i guess up to the chi- i guess to the shivo wallet or i mean there was some, something going on but um but I, I guess for the most part um i mean it is it, it is actually well well received though actually i mean there is a bitcoin beach in el salvador you know so there are some properties you can buy uh with btc it's through this company called eci development so i heard about that i mean that's pretty cool so uh i mean that is something that is something to uh to be excited about yeah, I didn't hear about that story. What you mentioned, uh, maybe you can send me that article, oh, sure. whatever you had read about the uh, about the about the um, the CIA financing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, because uh, over uh, there. because uh, because uh, there's this uh, uh, what do you say this channel I follow. Oh well, 
this group is called the Dollar Vigilantes, and they have the Crypto Vigilantes. So those are they they, they come from a anarcho capitalist, you know, viewpoint. So uh, I mean, there are some videos and stuff, but I, I can definitely uh, search and you know share, definitely share with you and all. But uh, but uh, uh, but you know, yeah. almost, like actually, the point I was saying is like a lot of resistance that you see in South America or Latin America. There's like you said, there's always uh, some sort of uh, U.S. involvement, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, on the contrary, man. On the contrary, I, I would I want to say that Panama already has uh, a bill on the floor. It's going to be voted on very soon to to basically um, not make Bitcoin legal tender, but to integrate. Like Costa Rica is already the the central bank already signaled it. Uh, to integrate it into the to the country and um, and allow it to develop to create jobs and what have you to be traded you know to just have that legal framework backing it and in Brazil as well um, you have uh, other countries that are in Argentina uh, Costa Rica you have um, these countries that are in, you know they 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 are actually sort of embracing it with uh the only opposition that i could think of right now is the western unions of the world and yeah. um you know the traditional banks that but you know i think if they don't evolve with the times that they are going <laughs> to they are going to lose out they are going to suffer Agreed. and the united states is actually for better or worse, I think it's, I think it's a positive development because I'm originally from the United yeah. States, um, proud uh, American citizen, um, and I also have Costa Rican citizenship. But uh, the, since you know the China crackdown on cryptocurrency and mining, all that, yeah. that exodus has left and moved to the West. And right now, it has concentrated mostly in the United States and, uh, you know, in Europe. Um, I think Kazakhstan received a lot of the Bitcoin miners from, from China, and they actually have uh, – they're up there in the top five in terms of mining hash power and all right, that. It's, right. like, yeah. it's one of the large – Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, because Kazakhstan's up there. But I'm actually excited to uh, learn about like Texas, though. Like, I mean, Texas got uh, oh. Texas is super pro Bitcoin. Whoa. They're they're going to be creating a, a a Bitcoin mining uh, company over there. Got what name yeah, it yeah. is? And they're also, uh, you know, that capture. There's like a a lot of the oil companies in Texas. They um, they emit a lot of you know, uh, greenhouse right, gas yeah, emissions. Yeah. And there's this, there's this method, it's called flare capturing, or um, where basically they're, they, they have a, a way to harness, to capture all those emissions and use it to power mining, mining to power Bitcoin. That's, so that's legit, what man. you're going to see. That's what you're going to see next. And you have a lot of uh, support from, from uh, the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Texas. Oh no, that, that's no, that's pretty cool because, like, uh, I mean, because if, if they're not going to capture the, you know, I guess the flares or whatever, the flare gases and stuff, I mean, it's just wasted money, you know. So that way, it's it's a, it's a, it's, it's an efficient way of just trying to maintain energy, and also it's it's also for a good use to you know like to actually to secure the. Uh, the the Bitcoin network or the crypto networks, which depending on what they're mining, but uh, I I think uh, I, I I I think when it comes to cryptos, it's just uh, there's you know there there's always like you know new solutions to you know like like to solve these old problems, you know, in terms of environment, in terms of uh, monetary policy, security. I mean, it's uh, the way I see it. I think like to me, crypto is a multidisciplinary subject, you know. I mean, like, I mean, I'm like, I'm learning like all kinds of stuff. It's not just like, you know, one area, you know? So, uh, I mean, I never imagined I would be learning about like, uh, environment and governance and game theory, economics. I mean, that, that has never been in my, 
<laughs> like like in, in my mind, you know. So I, I don't know about you, but I'm. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. No, no, me too. Like I said, I, I, I had a different mindset uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I wish I had learned sooner. But hey, it's never too late. Just try as soon as you can to to open your mind to new things. And here we are. And you know, we're students till the end. But you know, it's super important. And I'm glad that you know we're on the same boat. And right, and, right. Uh, yeah. You know, I just want my friends and loved ones to to take advantage of this opportunity. Um, it will help you during the hard times that are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great, yeah. You know, we need to do it for ourselves and for our future. True, true, yeah. But you know, speaking about uh, uh, about you know being a student in the game, uh, because anyway, I know we are kind of running out of time, but um, <clears throat> I, I would love to, I would love to give like the last a couple of minutes uh, for you to just. Um, Talk about. I mean, if someone's new to cryptos, like, would it be, uh, what would it be uh, your first steps? You know, and mm-hmm. and uh, if if they okay. uh, other than learning through resources, but uh, can people come to you and you know learn from you? So, oh, absolutely. Um, you know. If somebody were to ask me, uh, you know, what are the steps to get into to this whole space, um, you know, uh, depends where you are. So, you know, generally speaking, I would get on the computer and search what, you know, and research what are the best uh, in terms of security, in terms of customer service, uh, exchanges, platforms where you go and you create an account, uh, you, you need to... Prove your identity in most most exchanges. Set it up. You once you get approved, you link your bank account to the exchange, um, and then you transfer the money from your bank account. And whatever money you decide to set for this uh, for crypto investments, um, you know, like I said in the beginning, be sure that that you know you are you are willing to take a risk. Nothing is guaranteed in life. If somebody tells you you're going to get this amount guaranteed, they're lying to you. Um, there is risks in everything. Uh, volatility is a reality. Uh, it's not necessarily good. It's not necessarily bad. Um, so if you have, say, $50, $20, $100 that you would like to just allocate to to invest in an asset like Bitcoin or Ethereum, those would be my my top recommendations. Um, do so. I mean, you don't have to buy one whole right. <laughs> token, one whole yeah. coin outright. It's you know you can buy a fraction's worth, and you set that aside. You take it off the exchange if you want to. If you want to put it in a in a cold storage wallet, or or if you want to have it. Somewhere else, Marcos. I don't know what service you you use. If you have it offline or if you have it on a, some exchange, but whatever you decide, it's um, you can earn interest off of your your cryptocurrency, or you, or you can take it off and have it on a uh, on a on a ledger. What do you call oh, like it? A cold uh, wallet. Uh, cold yeah, storage yeah. wallet. Uh, you can have it on one of those. There's um, there's different brands mm-hmm. out there. That's the safest way. You have to remember your 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 password. It's like twenty different words, more or less, and uh, that's hack proof. But if you lose those passwords, uh, you know you're you've pretty much lost your cryptocurrency. The other form is, uh, you know, you earn interest on it. And um, there's a lot of companies out there. BlockFi. There's mm-hmm. Celsius. And uh, there's you hold there's oh, okay. different ones. You just gotta you know see see what works best for you. That's what I would recommend, and leave it there for at least at least four years. All right, yeah. And keep investing every week or every month, whatever you can. Take a little bit of your paycheck, and you distribute it how you want. I'm not a financial expert. I'm not an advisor, but th- you know this is what has worked for me. 
and I continue to do so. So does my my family, uh, like my mom and and uh, my brother-in-law, and uh, you know some cousins that actually listened, and and they're 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 continuing to do so. Friends that have done it, and they are you know they are educating themselves and keeping up to date. Yeah, so just. I think it's the right thing to do. And if you don't do crypto, get into something else, real estate, or get into wow. put a little bit in the stock market, diversify a little bit Great. if you want to. That's what I would recommend. No, 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 no. I, I like the last one. I, I think, uh, but because the most important thing is, it's not just crypto. It's just about investing in your future. You're trying to future-proof yourself, you know. So. It's the, it's, the, right. it's the principle that really matters, and I, and thank you for sharing that. I think that's important. I I, I just don't want to. I definitely, I know it's all about cryptos, but you know the most important thing is why uh, why we are getting into cryptos is to future proof ourselves, and you know uh, just to be prepared, you know, uh, financially and mentally, you know. So I, that, I think that that's a really important thing. So thank you for saying that. I really do appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, no, thank you for having me. It's been it's been great sharing with you and hearing you. And uh, I'd love to do this again course, sometime. Yeah. In the, oh in no, the near we'll, de- we'll definitely have we'll we'll definitely have this uh, uh, this fireside chat thing again. You know, uh, maybe after a couple of uh, after a couple of weeks. You know, so maybe who knows? Maybe uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe before the year ends, we, we can try. We can have a little. Uh, 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 I, I don't know, a little Christmas get together, something short, something sweet, and then you know, end the year. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, end the year. Anytime. Yeah. You let me. You for let sure, me know. For sure. But anyways, everyone at the Cryptocosm, it's about it, it, the time has come to an end. But thank you, Mario, for entering the Cryptocosm, sharing your origin story and your tips and insights into cryptos. And yeah, hey, it was uh, fun. Uh, not just chatting with a guest, but actually a lifelong friend. So that uh, to me, it's been a, an amazing joy. And I also apologize for the uh, interruption with the with our internet. No worries, I think man. the power is not meant to be. Are trying to interfere, but you know, we 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 all came that, y'all. We all came that. <laughs> yeah, it happens everywhere. Yeah. Hey, uh, no, thank you, Marcos. Glad to be here. Uh, honored to be a part of the so, program. Sure. And, Mm-hmm. And uh, you stay safe, my friend. We'll be in touch. Oh, sure. okay, yeah. Y'all be good. Y'all be safe. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.